Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Yankee Stadium. Welcome back Stadium. to another episode of the Chase for Tournament podcast. This is episode 18. It is... Uh, Friday, May 21st, slash Saturday, May 22nd. They win the final game, 5-2, to two, Chris, to remain the baseball champions of the world. AJ. The Yankees, AJ. with his 9 to nothing crusher, have won their 17th World Series. The Yankees again are world champions. I made it. I'm not sure that's a good thing. I'm so excited to be on the podcast. I know you are. I know you are. I'm so excited. Oh, God. I know it's still 1-1. You got runners on first, second, nobody out. Chapman in the game. Bottom of the eighth, the Yankees leave the guy on third base with nobody out. So disappointing. And now they're just like they're just falling apart. Time to settle down. Get a double play. All right. Hopefully one anyway. settle down. Let me let me <laughs> Maybe I can settle down. <laughs> you settle down. Uh let's get the trivia question out there right now. Because based on uh, events this week, and again, thank you for joining us. AJ's back. I had the uh I, I feel bad calling it like the emergency pod, but it was an instant reaction podcast bonus pod. to bonus, bonus, pod, pod. bonus episode to Corey Kluber's no hitter earlier this week in Texas. So today's trivia question kind of goes along with that. AJ, I ask you and the listener, mm-hmm. what Yankee pitcher threw a no hitter but didn't get credit for it because the Yankees lost the game? I have no idea about the answer to this question. All right. That Zero. answer will be coming up later in the episode. And uh, let's dive in. AJ, since you didn't, you weren't able to be available when we did the, the bonus episode, uh, your thoughts. Let, let's go back a couple of days. You were probably in a better mood. You just watched a Yankee no-hitter. AJ, what are your thoughts? I'm, I'm happy for him. You know, he, the first no-hitter since David Cohn's perfecto. That's amazing to me when you think about it. And it's the sixth one of the year. Um, good for Corey. You know, on his bobblehead night in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> um, good for him. I, I, he pitched a great game. Um, that one walk, obviously a bummer, but I think it kind of calmed him down. And he really showed what, what he's capable of. And I think it's the reason why the Yankees grabbed him. Um, there's a lot of potential there. You know, a couple of games to start this season, we knew he was a little bit off. Um, we thought he would kind of turn it around. I, we weren't really bashing him. We weren't really too nervous. But it's good to see that he was kind of like, coming to his own right now and he's definitely our number two he's definitely he's definitely the second best starter and then i think there's distance between him and our number three who i'm still deb- debating in my mind who it is whether it's montgomery or even Herman. i think the number three not to go too far off i think when all is said and done come the end of the season and going into the playoffs i hope hopefully you're hoping that our number three is severino it, dude they just heard a triple play. What? Okay, hold on. Okay, go ahead. What, AJ, what did you just see? They just heard a triple play. I have never seen a triple play live. They just <laughs> turned a triple play. Runners lead, pitch. 
Hit on the ground to third. Step on third. Go to second. There's two. I back to first. It's a triple play. A triple play. Ashella to Odor Devoit. Five, four, three, triple play. Ashella snagged it, stepped on third, threw to second. Odor then relayed quickly to first. And the Yankees had a triple play. Holy moly. Look at Glaber Torres' face. <laughs> I've never seen a live triple play. AJ, amazing things happen when we sit down to record this podcast. Woo, <laughs> baby. Now I want to see a walk-off. Now I want a walk-off. All Let's right, go. Ball. Okay, steps on third. Boom, one. They're not challenging it. doesn't matter. It's over. I need, I need triple Pixmo. Play. I need Pixmo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, it's Yesmo. It's well, they're on, yet, oh, they're, they're on Channel right 11. Now. I'm watching an Amazon Prime right now. So, is What is with you in the Amazon Primo? Prime? Because I, I, I'm watching on my phone. I don't have a TV down here, so I have to watch an Amazon Prime. Oh, I don't have the YouTube TV. I got the YouTube TV on the computer here. Right. Upstairs, my wife is watching on the pics. I'm watching on the Amazon. All right. Yeah. All right. Like so no challenge. Thing, the, uh, the triple play stand. No challenge. Triple no challenge. Play. Hey, look triple play. We got play. no hitter. No hitter by Corey Kluber. And now a triple play by the Yankees to get out of a jam that was actually getting me really angry. <laughs> well, you were getting excited, but you were smiling, so I was confused. Um, so l- let me quickly say, I look forward to getting a text from my dad telling me the last time the Yankees turned a triple play. Confused because I was smiling? <laughs> is, that, is that why you were <laughs> Yeah, that, it, it threw me off because you were, I could oh, tell you were smiling. excited, but you were happy. Yeah. And I was like, what's going on? Because I'm watching awesome. Chapman come set at the belt, and it's like, well, all right, what's he getting excited about? <laughs> Nothing. What is this? <laughs> yeah, make sure you're uh, live, my man. Yeah, right. Well, no, I am live, but I guess, uh, I don't, whatever. Anyway, moving on. Okay. So you enjoyed the no hitter. Um, it was really, I mean, that's cool. I, I, yeah, I, you know, I didn't like the headlines where it's like Yankees throw first for their first no hitter this century. Yeah. Right. It's weird. Like, like it sounds so weird. weird to hear, but it's like, but it's, it's the same thing, you know, uh, when the Yankees didn't make the play, uh, didn't make it to the world series in the last 10 years. And people were like, Oh, it's been over a hundred years since the Yankees didn't make the World Series in a decade. Like, back up. Twenty-seven championships. Slow down. All right, just leave it be. Yeah, leave it alone. And they'll get there. Leave it alone. But again, you know, this is the kind of thing where it's like, again, we talked last episode. What, what, where is going to be those handful of moments this season where, when you make that celebration DVD, if they even still do that, you know, what moments are going to be on there? Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll stream it. So. You know, a, a no hitter, but again, uh, good to see. Congratulations to Corey Kluber. Hopefully, mm-hmm. again, we continue to build. I think his last three starts have been pretty decent solid. starts. He, he's solid making a starts. solid case to be pitcher of the month in May. Yep. Absolutely. Can I ask a question? Going off Fire Corey away. Kluber. Good. Do you think the no hitter is watered down at right now? In no. in this in the in the age of baseball that we're in right now? No. You know why? Because I'm a 40 year old man who in his car, driving to and from his job every day, I have a brand new out-of-the-bag baseball that while I drive, I hold pitch grips in the car while I drive. I'll, I'll slide the curveball. The split, I'm like, when am I going to pitch? Who am I playing catch with? Right? Nobody. So hmm. to go out there and do what he did makes it special. Who cares if it's happening so so often? It's still a sight to see. Right. You know, I, I agree with you. Now, granted, most often it's going to be pitchers who you've never heard of, right? Mm. Of these six no-hitters in 2021, I believe Corey Kluber is the only notable name of the six pitchers to throw mm-hmm. a no-hitter. We, 
And Wade Miley, who was something a couple of years ago, was. Not at the level of a two-time Cy Young Award winner. No, 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 no. But I'm saying it's a name that is recognizable. But I don't have a problem with it because you know what? That, that's the kind of thing where you see it on the ticker, you, you get the alert on your phone, you know, there's no hitter through six, through seven, and you know, people will tune yeah. in. And you tune so, in. I'll, I'll always tune in. Absolutely. I don't care what game it is. I don't care who's pitching. A no hitter, that, that's like a perfect game is something that's like absolutely extraordinary. A no hitter is still quite important. Whether you're putting the shift on, you're still mastering your craft, that you are finding a way to be outstanding for at least a night. You know, like, when can we say in our profession, we're like, man, I was really good today. Like, hey, this, that's AJ, just something a, you AJ, cannot take. I'm a high school teacher every, every day. <laughs> exactly. Every day. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's a base head. Judge is on fire. Man, Judge is hitting the ball. Um, but yeah, you, you are, you, you're, you're showing that you're, you got your stuff. And, and I, I will watch any no-hitter. I don't care if there are six of them this year. I don't care how many more there's going to be, you know, until October. I, I, I you know, it's the season. The guys are going to be jumping at balls and want to hit. When you start throwing no hitters in the playoffs over and over again, that's where I think there's a problem. But just just seeing a no hitter in action, I think is it's what baseball is. Why we love baseball because any anything can happen in this game. Yeah, it's like a triple play, you know, <laughs> like a triple play that I've never seen live. <laughs> uh, so that's yeah. So that's that's my thoughts there. Mm. Also in uh, like Yankee thoughts. headline news, we got uh, Clint Frazier's got a neck injury. I read an article also from about three and a half hours ago that Aaron Hicks is going to have wrist surgery and be out for that. many mm-hmm. months, several many months. months. So can we, uh, Floreal, just can we, yeah, can I think it's time. Time? I, 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 I would rather see him come up than make a trade. You know, I saw somebody was talking about uh, uh, the opportunity of having uh, Buxton from the Twins. But this is another guy who's injured. This is a guy who's just kind of finding himself a little bit. Yeah, he's yeah. 27. Where, where are you going to put him, though? He's only a center fielder. So you're going to trade him for just this year? You're going to yeah. get rid of a lot of pieces? Like, look, I know. Our outfielder's kind of hurting right now. I would rather see Florial come up, give him a chance, and don't make, it, don't make it another trade. Don't make another trade. So should I not talk about the headline at the Yankees and Rangers? I saw that one too. And we're, I'm not we're discussing like, a deal for Delino DeShields Jr. Delino. For what? For what? For what? Honestly. You know what? And, and to be honest with you, let's, let's go back for a second. Let's keep it in house, right? Gardner is finally playing again. He's starting to hit the ball better, right? Tyler Wade is actually playing a decent outfield. Maybe give him a chance that he can get on base and he can hit the ball a little bit. You know, I mean, I know he's not a great hitter. He's not a power guy, but this is exactly what we need. Okay, in the gap, first and second. Um, this is exactly what we need though. Like just a little, like small ball, like it works. Like the Yankees scored six runs the other night against the Rangers because they played small ball. And I know it's not analytics, but you know what? That was exciting baseball. You know what? They won. <gasps> oh my God. They won a game where they didn't hit a home run. That can happen. Like that makes baseball exciting. Like I want to go back so badly. To when baseball was fun. To when 190 was not like, don't worry, he'll be okay. He's hitting 36 home runs and batting 190, Gary Sanchez. I was listening to the game yesterday afternoon, and uh, I forget if it was John or Susan, but they were talking how, uh, they were talking about Odor, and how, you know, when, when he comes back from the paternity and everything, like, he's been playing well. And, you know, with, with a guy who's got a little pop, you can live with the strikeouts. So it's like, you know, 
it is what it is. Pitch hit on the ground. There's a base hit to left field. Judge rounds third. Here he comes. Here comes the throw home. It is not in time. Ball game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. That's about as good a ball game as you'll ever see where everything happens. That's a walk off. Love it. Love it. See? There'll Small be popsicles and hot dogs ball. tonight. Three singles, just won the game. No home runs, three singles. Smart base running. Not getting thrown out at home for the 10th time this season. There you go. So with that, our New York Yankees improved to 26 and 19 on the season. They have just defeated the Chicago White Sox, who fall to 26 and 17. I believe they're still in first place in the AL Central. And in the bottom of the ninth, the Yankees walk off and win two to one. This is an important series for the Yankees because the White Sox. It is because the White Sox are in first place. They're supposed to be the AL front runner. Right. They're allegedly the contender. Do they have the best record in baseball right now? Or at least in the American League? I think they might have the best record in the AL. A game up on, on, on Boston, two games up? Doesn't matter now. This is a huge series, and then we have Cole going back tomorrow night. Well, I believe they were, I believe they're just now a half game better than the Yankees. Okay. Cool. That's fine. But something like that. We have Cole going tomorrow. Yep. It was tomorrow. Cole Giolito. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Great so what I, I, let me tee that up real quick. So Cole uh, will be starting the game later today. If you're listening to this on Saturday, uh, Cole is five and two on the year, 2.03 ERA, 85 strikeouts. Again, he's having a magical run with the strikeouts here at the start of the season. Um, now, early in the week, Cole had an uncharacteristic start against the Rangers where he allowed five runs in five innings for his second loss of the year. Um, and it was his shortest outing. And most runs allowed this season. And certainly we'll look to see that that was an aberration as he takes the hill tomorrow in the Bronx. Woo. Rick Flair's here. <laughs> Woo. Woo. <laughs> um, Tyone, the Frenchman, Tyone, is going Tyone. on Sunday. Uh, Tyone comes into that start one and three on the year, 5.73 ERA, 46 strikeouts. And uh, he is looking to find his footing in the early going. He's only walked 10 batters on the year, so certainly he's just getting knocked around a little bit, mm-hmm. which means he's throwing strikes. Yeah, he's um, missing the spots. Yeah, and uh, Tyone has only faced the White Sox once in his career, going five and two-thirds in a no decision back in 2018. Yeah, this is a different team for him. I'm, I'm kind of nervous about him going against this team. It could be a bad one for him. I think he'll be fine. I don't know But about we'll that. get into those predictions. Um, he, pitched well, he pitched well in Texas, so maybe you're right. It's gonna be like ninety here in in, in, in uh, the area on Sunday. So yeah, and again, as we look back on the week that was in Yankee baseball, they did go four and two this week. Okay, so good call. They won three you. out of four in Texas, mm-hmm. and they. I really hated to see them lose that game in Baltimore. A judge had a phenomenal yeah. weekend. You know, mm-hmm. four home runs in two days. Yep. yep. So yeah, that, that game know. should not have been a loss in Baltimore on Sunday. That's yeah. unfortunate. That happens. You know, other teams got to fight back too, right? That's baseball. Good for, good for Baltimore <laughs> not rolling over and just let them have the win. So, yeah. So they were uh, overall they, they went obviously two and one against Baltimore, three and one against Texas, and uh, starting a week it, now one and zero. It was it was a good good week of Yankee baseball. Love it, love it. Keep it going. Odor is a funny looking man. He is, doesn't he? <laughs> got the weird shaded wrap around his head. Shaving off that beard, man. 
It really makes a difference. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So that's, uh, anything else stand out to you this week or are we getting into, uh, who's hot, who's not? Um, go? The board no, of nothing really stands out. Yeah, nothing really stands out. And, you know, proud of them for, for showing up in Texas after losing that first one. You know, rough start for Cole, rough start for Cole, but you know, overall pretty good. Bats came to life a little bit. Not a lot of home runs being hit and, and winning games. Like I'm telling you, you know, a lot of their guys are hurt right now and you know, they kind of have to figure out this lineup thing, but they're putting some nice stuff together and hopefully it'll, it'll, it'll stay like that for at least this weekend. Yeah. I, I would say Kluber is hot, obviously, you know, throwing, throwing a no hitter and Again, his last couple starts. Mm-hmm. Um, Judge is on a little bit of a streak here. You know, he obviously is. home runs in Baltimore. Good, strong couple base hits this week. Good hitting tonight. I'm not worried about that. Like, good hitting tonight. Another two yeah. hits tonight. Got a, what did he do? He um, he seems relaxed. Hit. Yeah, pinch hit yesterday. Came off, pinch hit single. RBI single. So, I'm sorry, not when, yesterday. I have to give out about that. Not <laughs> yesterday. Two days ago. Thursday. <laughs> Thursday. 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 No, so, you know, just uh, good good stuff by Judge. I'm happy to see him not just laying down. Yeah. And, and I would say overall, Yankee pitching mm-hmm. is, is, is doing well. Bullpen still looking good. Bullpen still looks good. Knock on wood. I mean, Chapman needs to do a little PFP here on, on an off day about how to <laughs> feel the little ground ball or a bunt. Yeah, but, seriously. You know, but again effortlessly i mean they were talking about it on the radio the other day you know there was one batter sequence where it was just like you know four or five straight fastballs 98 and up mm. and they were up like there's like he was just throwing gas mm-hmm. yep still don't like him as a person but when he when when the little radar gun says 101 102 correct watch out watch out watch out anybody in your opinion not hot again winning cures everything <laughs> Winning cures everything, but if we're if we're gonna if we're gonna do this segment, and we're gonna talk about it. Uh, I'm gonna throw our catchers in the not hot. Both of them, who are now under the 200 mark and not putting up power numbers at all. So Higashioka and Sanchez, not so hot to me. Now, did you hear the con? I mean, Higashioka caught a no hitter. Okay, they love throwing that. to this guy. I know they do, but but he's now getting into he's now getting into the problem where he's not hitting, but he's catching. The difference is between him and Gary Sanchez, Gary Sanchez will not hit, but Gary Sanchez is also not a great defensive catcher. I'm willing to right. sacrifice the offense for a guy who's going to be back there calling a solid game, getting pitchers through things. So that, that's me. Do, do you feel differently? Do I feel differently? Like, are, can you be okay with him being <sighs> a good defensive catcher, calling a good game, and maybe you're not going to get the offensive production that you, you'd like, but you know, your pitching staff's going to be well taken care of. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that one. I'm having a hard time with that one because when we think back to a lot of our catchers in the past, that is what our catching situation was, except for Jorge. Jorge was a production guy, pretty good behind the plate, not amazing, pretty good. But like, you look at a guy like Joe Girardi, John Flaherty, um, these are guys who were great behind the plate, really put up no offense. And 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 it kind of weakened the lineup. I don't think Higashioka is going to weaken the lineup by any means, but I, I, I don't think he can be an everyday starting catcher for the Yankees. I think we just, I think we need Sanchez to figure it out. I, I, I again, Jorge Posada spoiled us. 
Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you go back to 96, 97, you know, it was a platoon situation. You had Girardi and Posada, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it was, it, it, Posada wasn't the starting catcher right away. No, it was know? not. So no. if we can look at the combined efforts of two people behind the dish, you know, play, play the hot hand. But I, I, I see your point in that neither one is really hot right now, but between the two, if I'm going to have two catchers who are not performing offensively, I'm going to put the one who's better defensively behind the plate. Yeah, that's right. I'm a little surprised that Gary got the start tonight. A little surprised with, with Montgomery as the starter who throws a lot of balls in the dirt. Very surprised to see Sanchez as the starter. Like it, it, It's opportunity. I'm not saying that the Yankees want to give away games, but maybe in planning and preparing for tonight's game, they're thinking, all right, we just came off a nice road trip. If we lost tonight, not the end of the world. Bounce back, take two, take two over the weekend. Um, but obviously, they get the win tonight, and uh, we'll see who starts tomorrow or later it's today. Gonna be, it's going to be Hagashioka starting on Saturday because it, it's a day game after a night game. It's going to be ah, Hagashioka and, and Cole is on the mound. against Cole. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. it's going to be Kyle. Did you hear? Uh, I know I, I I tend to text you and send you stuff. Did you get a chance to listen to the Hagashioka conversation on R two C two? I did not. I did not get a chance this week. Did you get a chance to listen to the other one I sent you where CC Sabathia went off on Tony Russo? No, I did not get a chance. Uh, I saw some okay. of his clips AJ, on social media. you must listen. The Hagashioka one was solid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because typically you don't get to know your backup catcher. And that was right. a nice, nice conversation. Uh, he's a big nerd. Star Wars, Mandalorian, yeah. the whole thing. Big geek. Mm-hmm. Uh, Game of Thrones, all that crap. Um, but the other episode that they released this week where they do this thing called, you know, slinging heat and CC mm-hmm. Sabathia went off on Tony La Russa and how he handled, I forget the, the player's name with the, you know, the home run and swinging on the three O pitch. It was just Yerman, Yerman Mercedes. Yes. Um, so again, for you, for you, AJ, and for, for the listener, go listen to the first 35 minutes of that episode of R2C2. Really, check it really out. good stuff. Not with the kids. Cause we all know CC be yeah. cursing. Cause, Oh yeah, because I'll, I'll do. I'll listen while I'm doing my lawn this weekend. There you go. Cause. I, I want a reaction from you. Okay. I do. <laughs> All right. Uh, low and away. Let's take a look at the week ahead. Uh, obviously, the rest of this weekend, we have them uh, still squaring off against the White Sox, and uh, I'm going to drop my prediction in here now. I think they will split Saturday and Sunday. I like to see them win against uh, with Cole on the mound tomorrow. I could see them mm-hmm. losing the Sunday game. So my realistic yeah, self says one mm-hmm. and one. AJ is also yeah. saying one I'm and one. You. I'm actually going to keep track of this now. One. There you go. One, one. and one. And then uh, they are off on Monday because that's what we do now. That's what we do. Then they go to Toronto for three, May 25th through the 27th. I say that they will go two and one at home versus Toronto. AJ, what say you? Oh, they're home against their, their Yankee Stadium? Yes. All right. So let's see here. We'll have Kluber on the mound for Tuesday. Kluber, Herman, and Montgomery bring out the brooms. Ooh, sweep. I think this is the first sweep you're predicting of the year. I'm Although you may have said they should sweep the Orioles, so I I did. We'll see what happens. No, I actually said split. I said split. You did say split. Okay, because I said I said three and three last week. Okay, that's right. And uh, not as a part of our predictions, but then uh, after Toronto, uh, they are in Detroit next weekend. So I'm not going to predict yeah, that, that, but but we'll be back you know, during that game on Friday night. Uh, that, so, that, that schedule that weekend, I'm not happy with that. They're at Detroit, then they have to go to Tampa for Memorial Day game at 1 o'clock. Well, bummer. Ugh. Ugh. 
least it's Tra- indoors. Traveling. This is indoors. Huh. True. Um, so uh, our Sunday through Thursday prediction, I've got the Yankees going three and two. AJ's got the Yankees going four, four and one, baby. And one. Let's go. Look, just, just 700 win baseball. Just Let's go. Win series. There you That's go. That's it. All right. Let's do our Yankee trivia. AJ, I asked you at the top of the episode, what Yankee pitcher threw a no-hitter but didn't get credit for it because the Yankees lost the game? Did you Google? Do you have a guess? I had no guess. I just looked at the answer right now. I All right, share know. the answer. Go ahead. And, and thank you, Pops. Is. Go ahead. Oh, Pops, of course. The original Mr. Nessie. Thank you for sharing this one. So the pitcher who threw a no-hitter but got cre- no credit because they lost is Andy Hawkins. July 1st, 1990 versus the White Sox. They lost 4 nothing, and the runs were scored on all errors and walks. I can only imagine what it would have been like to watch that game with you. <laughs> mm. Mm-mm. Where, where, AJ, where were you in 1990? July 1st, 1990. I don't know. I was probably playing baseball somewhere. Nice. How old, was how old eight, were you in 1990? I was an 8-year-old playing in the backyard, probably playing live wiffle ball, or I was playing some, some baseball somewhere. Nice. And, and, and as with every trivia question my dad sends me, he also follows it up with, I watch the game. <laughs> like he remembers watching the games. <laughs> See, so, so I'm going to go a little deeper with my, uh, my Yankee fandom here. Oh, At this time of my life, I might have been rooting for the Mets only because my family all grew up in Brooklyn. What in the hell did you just say? That's right. My family grew up in Brooklyn. So they were Dodgers fans. And when the Dodgers left, they had to choose, and a lot of my family stayed with the the Giants and the Mets. No, this is bull dinky. Then I stopped being a Mets fan soon after 1990, when I was actually old enough to be like, wait a minute, I'm going to be a Yankee fan. I remember the day, I think, that I was like, I like the Yankees. I think I was driving with my dad to work, and I drove past Yankee Stadium. I said, that was that. The Yankee Stadium. I said, I like that. Let's go to the game. We went to the game later that day, and I fell in love with the Yankees. It smacked me in the face. It did. Yankee Stadium smacked me in the face. I was like, ooh. What is that thing? And how I never noticed it before. Because we'd put past Yankee Stadium and go to Shea Stadium all the time. Wonderful. Thank you. I feel like I'm talking to myself. Man, I'm glad you're a Yankee fan. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Nice. And uh, that's cool. Nice. You. Go Yanks. You. Go Yanks. All right. Hey, as we wrap up this episode, we want to thank you for listening, making us a part of your uh, Yankee podcast experience. You got opinions just like we do, and we would love to hear from you. You want to email us, email us, feedback at chasefor28.com, or let us know what's going on on Twitter at chasefor28pod. I want to finally give a shout out to Inspector Clouseau, who's a huge fan of us on Twitter. Thanks for tagging us. Um, Keep the opinions coming, and thank you for tagging us and uh, doing your part to share the Chase for 28. AJ, touch them all. Christopher, touch them all. I like it. I like it. Hey, thanks for listening for Chase for 28. We appreciate you. Do us a favor. There's a couple ways you can support the show. Please go do this. Tell a Yankee fan about the podcast. Come on. We're putting this out there for you. We're enjoying it. You should be enjoying it too. Let the people know. Let's go Yankees. You can also become a legend by visiting chasefor28.com slash legend. And of course, our favorite, grab some Chase for 28 merch. Visit chase28.com slash merch. Let's see what these things look like. Let's get you at the stadium. I want to see you on camera and the 14,000 people wearing Chase for 28 t-shirts. Get it out there. And of course, as Christopher just said, follow us on the Twitter 
at chase for 28 pod. We'll see you next time. Let's go Yankees, baby. Sweep. <laughs>